Welcome everybody to episode 2 of the Wisconsin Irish Network. My name is Roger Berg. I'm the creator and host of the show at WINWIN. So today, today, I have news going on. Tomorrow we have some news. The rest of the week we probably have stuff to talk about heading into next week as we're getting closer and closer to college football. That's if we get there. So, there's news all around blowing up today while I was at work, when I saw on break. Tomorrow we're going to have some news, Northern related, that we talk about all day. Multiple news sources, we'll be discussing this. I will talk about this when I have a chance tomorrow. So, let's start off with some news. Phil Jacobic, former Northern quarterback, part of the 2018 class, has been approved for his transfer waiver by the NCAA. So, he'll be immediately eligible to play for Boston College this year. And this year, we're playing Boston College as of now. At Boston College. So, this game got so much interested in book versus Phil Dracovic Brian Kelly Phil Dracovic this is going to be headlines leading up to the game no matter how good Boston College is they're going to be horrible they're going to be Boston College will be with their first year head coach Jeff Hartley Harley? Halfley? Sounds right. Sorry, I don't keep track of everybody. It's their pronunciations. I should get better in that. Anyway. Jeff Halfley, first year head coach at Boston College. As of now, it looks like Phil Jakovic will be the number one starter. But we'll see what happens. And ironically enough, this approval transfer waiver by the NCAA happened after I saw this on Twitter, by contact, talked about this on his show. I heard about this on his show. I saw this on Twitter. There was a Instagram post of Phil Dracovic in a jail cell. In his Boston College uniform, the person, the person who was ahead of him, like a bodyguard, or I, I don't know who created this post or whatever. I don't care. Point being, person, probably like, kind of like a bodyguard. I don't know, security guard, Brian Kelly. Now, does this say something about stuff going on between Brian Kelly and Phil Dracovic? The answer is yes and no. Yes and no. Why? Because there's things in business, in sports, us fans will never know. People close to it will know. 
and they might say something about it. But if Bill's going to say something about it, if asked, probably not. Brian Kelly? Hell no. Who trusts? No, no. Brian Kelly? No. Bill DeCoyk maybe had a chance after the Michigan debacle. Brian Kelly? No. Brian Kelly didn't trust Bill. Even after that debacle at Michigan, Brian Kelly said his press conference after that disgusting, horrible game. I mean, for no reason. Brian Kelly said, well, if I had the chance... Well, hold on. Let me rephrase, say that and make more sense. So basically, Brian Kelly said, if there's a chance to help Notre Dame win a game, be in a better position in the game, Brian Kelly will do that himself. Did it happen? Hell no. Why? Because they have more trust in Ian Book. Even though all of the debacle happened, the offense was nothing against Michigan. A dead cocker skeleton could do better than the team at the big house, and the offense did nothing against Georgia. The only reason you're in that game is because of special teams and the defense. Now, what have I been told by my source? The information between Brian Kelly and the staff and Bill Trovic is depending who you heard information from. Some say Bill was the issue. He was causing problems. Didn't really try. Some people say, oh, Brian Kelly and his staff didn't work with him well, trying to change his arm motion. Didn't really trust Phil. Either way, there's probably some middle that make both of them make sense. We don't know. Multiple pe- people can say Brian Kelly and the staff was a problem. Other people say it was Phil Jacobek was the problem. Happy meaning is probably my guess. A little bit of both. Didn't work well. I touted quarterback coming out of high school. Yeah, the accolades to, to show it. One of the top high school quarterbacks in the country, AC Justin Fields, so Trevor Lawrence. Hell no. Could he been? Yes. If they'll bail up correctly. Did that happen? No. Could he been the successor of Brandon Wimbush? Or Chalice Wimbush? Done correctly? Yes. He was a four-star recruit. Ian Buck was a three-star recruit. Depending on the source of the recruiting rankings you have. But... That is what it is. Phil Jacobic got his waiver by the NCAA. I don't know why 
the that government body exists anymore. Seriously, yeah, Paul Feinbaum on ESPN basically, who I agreed with his statement saying that who the hell the president of the NCAA? I don't know. I'm not going to bother looking up his name. I heard the name. Should be fired. The NCAA should just can itself. It's about as corrupt as the government body, this entire government by itself, the U.S. government. And probably a bunch of other governments around the world. Probably closer corrup- corruption as, as the, like, the regular government of a bunch of countries. So, highly corrupt, NCAA, I don't know why they exist. Because, here's my question, why it was approved for? What's the reason to? Because Phil Jacobic got a lawyer that was good enough to get the waiver approved? Like, I don't know, Shay Patterson, Justin Fields, just to name a couple quarterbacks from years ago. I don't know. Nancy AA still shows to be a joke. As a governing body, just look what they post on Twitter. And people say about them on Twitter. Some say you can take a have truth with it, take it with a grain of salt, because not everything posted on Twitter is true. Which can be true, but when there's a enough smoke to it, fire happens. When there's smoke, there's fire. And that's a hell yes to the NCAA. And the NCAA did allow the FBS, the FCS, Division 2, Division 3, to make their own decisions on a season. Division 2 and Division 3 championship seasons, gone. We expected that to happen. A bunch of lower-level programs are just going to shut down the fall season. Because, A, running this, you know, all the testing, the equipment, making sure that everyone is healthy is expensive. The lower levels won't be able to afford that. Period. The FBS, they can. Maybe some FCS schools, maybe. But here's the thing. All of this going on, driving people's wallets to empty. You have to preserve money. Sometimes, you have to make cuts that you don't want to take. But that's the only option. Some of these is their only option. And yeah, it sucks, but it's a business. You gotta float to survive. You gotta roll the boat. Then there's another note I wrote down in my notepad that so some of these people are getting the transfers approved. 
Does everyone remember about Lohi Gilman's transfer waiver? How that happened? It was a transfer from Navy. Does everyone remember? Ding 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 ding. Every answer denied you absolutely correct. Transfer from the military. Had a different commitment to life. Transfer out the Naval Academy into the North. Then waiver denied. Kiss my ass. Seriously. I like to know the reason some of these guys get like immediate transfer waivers approved. I like to know the reason why. Just because you have a quarterback and you're a decent lawyer. Is that why it is? Or something in the NCAA system, which you have a good lawyer, that's all you need. Oh, wait. That answers are being proved. And realized. And exposed. So. Wait until. Oh, wait. This is actually happening. Free agency in college football. That's where we're heading to, if not already begin. Next topic. I will not mess with the NCAA. We'll probably get some more information about them later on. Maybe tomorrow. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. I might have to make a noise segment just for them. Maybe. So, tomorrow. 9 a.m., saw this on Twitter. Pete Sampson from The Athletic tweeted that the ACC will announce conference schedule. I know for sure Notre Dame tomorrow at 9 a.m. I'm pretty sure this is, this is for all the teams in the ACC, including Notre Dame. I just saw Notre Dame from Pete Sampson. That's what I remember and wrote down. So it looks like. The ACC will have their schedule out tomorrow. I just saw the Big Ten schedule earlier today. What they're doing. If I remember correctly, they're just going through conference-only schedules. And yeah, they're doing that. So, we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting to see how the ACC is going to do their schedule because the... We lost out on Arkansas. We lost out on Wisconsin. We lost out on USC, Stanford. Question mark, if grabbing the Navy game. Question mark, what about Western Michigan? Because the AAC, the American Athletic Conference, I know the Sun Belt did something like this as well. The Mountain West did something like this as well. They have you know, they played their eight conference games. They're like plus four or non-conference or plus two if I remember correctly it's the AAC and the Sunbelt Conference are going to do the E plus four and the Mountain West Conference is going to do the eight plus two schedule as of now and everyone starting schedule is a free-for-all We'll see what happens later on because everyone's trying to make decisions and trying to survive. 
Lastly, for today, breaking news. Some of you saw this on Twitter. This doesn't affect the Notre Dame offense this year, but junior wide receiver, redshirt sophomore, Kevin Austin had first surgery on August 3rd, got injured, injured on July 29th from football-related activities. So it looks like they probably... What Norton posted looks like a foot injury, had foot surgery, timeline, we don't know. But this one kind of sucks. Kevin Austin was probably going to be your number one receiver this year. And it looks like Brandon Bennett. Skoranek was going to get a better idea. Yeah, veteran guy. Had like, what, 60 catches at Northwestern. I can't remember. Is that season or career-wise? I think career-wise. But I could be wrong because I saw that number. That was a super long time ago. But you have Benedict Skoranek coming in. That could help out. But if they lose Kevin Austin, then you have Skoranek, Braden Lindsay, and Lawrence Keyes as your like top three receivers. So that's maybe the plan. Four wide receiver sets. I don't know. Maybe I had Javon McClinley. It looks like he's been improved by Notre Dame. Haven't heard anything about him. Isaiah Robertson, the only thing I heard about him, it was like he was not on the roster earlier this year, back in March, because some some academic reason. So whatever that is, Brian Kelly said that out to the media. But we'll see what happens with the wide receiver rotation. Maybe we're going to see Micah Jones, Joe Wilkins. Because we barely see them or Kendall Adore Rahman. Jordan Johnson, the five star recruit, coming in as a freshman. Jay Burnell, Xavier Watts, other true freshmen coming in this year. Kendall Adore Rahman, he's a registered freshman. Michael Jones, Joe Wilkins came in the same class with. Kevin Austin, Brandon Lindsay, and Lawrence Keys. So, this one's kind of tough blow because we're kind of hoping that there's a big offense coming through. But, with Tommy Reese as the offensive coordinator, but we'll see what happens. Because we're going to need Kevin Austin. Even though we barely see them in 2018. We're going to need some dudes to be Clemson. We need as much help on offense to go against Clemson. That's some dudes. Unless all of them decide to go to the NFL draft. But that's a show for another day. But um, that's what I have for tonight. Maybe tomorrow or some other time this week, 
we'll discuss about the normal schedule, what the ACC has released so far, because all we know is the teams, no dates, where the game is going to be played at. Even though there's a couple of games that were supposed to be scheduled at NFL stands, we'll see about that. But probably most likely all of them, if not most of them, will be on the campus. See you later.